Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast, Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter, too. I just referred to it as a podcast very early on, uh, so that was kind of weird. Um, but yes, we're back. Merry Flipmas, everybody. Um, Transfer Portal opened on Monday, and it has all hit the fan. Um, in the past 24 hours. In the past 24 hours, yeah. I mean, it's been crazy all week around the country and and with with our team, with Mississippi State. But uh, yesterday, if you're a State fan, things really got juicy. And um, we are, that's why we're here. That's why We're here to talk about that. And, and a Some little would bit say more. it was the worst December 7th of all time. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. I, I never said that, but uh, some would. Friend of the program, Brooks Brooks Bryant did said it was one um, of the worst things. I think he gave it one B, one B, yeah, one A. Pearl Harbor, you're holding strong. So, um, yeah, that's where we're here. Now we're going to talk about that and a little bit more. First of all, though, we did want to start off with Friday morning motivation. We've gotten away from that in the in the in the past, but um, now we we have the help <laughs> of artificial intelligence AI. Hunter reached out and. Um, has has acquired this Friday morning motivation. So no, this this came from AI. So I didn't write this. So don't blame me. Here we go. Friday morning motivation. Ugh, fear lurk in dark cave, but brave caveman face fear and emerge stronger. Ugh, do not let fear hold you back. Ugh, face fear and conquer it. And for the human version, we have today is a new day filled with endless opportunities. Don't let your fears hold you back from achieving your goals and pursuing your dreams. Embrace the unknown and face your fears head on. You're strong and capable of overcoming any obstacle that comes your way. Trust in yourself and take that first step towards conquering your fears. Today is the day to be brave and fearless. So whether you're a caveman or a normal person, we have motivation for you. Um, and uh, hopefully we've got you covered in that department. So that being said that's that that was said so um let's move into that was completely original yeah like, and nobody's ever said those words in, in that, that order in before. that order yeah all right so um thank you hunter for for finding that for us and um i wonder how many people's mental sp- health depends on our friday morning motivations probably less know, than one i i know of at least half um of one so um yeah Going to bring up a few notable things that have happened since the last time we talked to you guys. Number one, most important, and I'm only going to say this name once because it's slightly obscene. Um, our the fantasy football team, me and Hunter manage, CD's Nuts, uh, has sole possession of second place in our 14-man league. Not to brag, 14, 14 teams. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, huge opportunity this week. And we what was one, the name of that team again? I can't say it. Oh, dang, last time I got you to say it twice. Yeah. Um, so I think we're one game out of first, mm-hmm. um, uh, one game and 30 points, which we've been putting up points, uh, weekly. And that's a margin that we can, we can eat up. We're projected the most in the league again, uh, which is crazy because at the beginning of the season, we were projected to go, Oh, and 14. Yeah. Now we're, now we're 10 and three with a chance to win the league, but top two, uh, finishers get a buy in the first round of the playoffs. So as long as we, we hold this second place finish, we're good. Um, and we're getting some we're getting some money at the end of this, so um, yeah, control what you can control. That's all I can say. Uh, win this week, and uh, you get to rest next week. So um, it's it's long awaited rest for for Dak and CD, Justin Jefferson, and the boys. 
Um, they've they really been, been wanting a week to sit and just, just kind of rest and, and get right for the playoffs. So this could be their opportunity if they just perform this week. Um, in less important news, uh, the college football playoff is now final. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State, in that order, are the top four. Um, committee did the right thing. You know, Alabama may be favored against two half of these teams, but Alabama also has two losses. And, um, and USC no blew it. No good wins, yeah. Uh, USC blew it when they had the chance. They had a chance to avenge their loss to Utah. Ended up losing to them again. So that sorted itself out like it usually always does and made the made the committee's job pretty easy, I thought. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do wish that uh, TCU was four mm-hmm. because, honestly, Georgia may be getting the second-best team in this yeah, um, right. as the one seed. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I know Michigan went and killed Ohio State, but Michigan is built to kill Ohio State. That's yeah. That team is built to win that game now. So, and Ohio State can win a whole lot of other games. I mean, uh, you know they have skill. You know they have uh, high tier talent and everything. So, that's that's kind of rough for Georgia. And seeing Ohio State versus Michigan in the playoffs would have been cool. But I guess now we have the chance for that in uh, in a national championship. So yeah, I mean that would be. Crazy. I mean, I know I know that you know some of our listeners, and I I really don't even understand how big the rivalry Ohio State and Michigan is because I've never been like in the middle of it. But like, imagine like us playing Ole Miss, like in the, in this weird twisted universe that 2014 could have been. Um, like, imagine us playing Ole Miss in the national championship game and how absurd that would be. Like. Ugh. That'd be or like I guess more realistic like an Auburn Alabama type yeah. thing, but say we uh, play Ole Miss in the national championship game one one crazy year in this hypothetical, does the Egg Bowl trophy get transferred at the, after that game? Hmm. Let us know if you're listening to this. <laughs> Text me or DM us on Instagram. I would, I'd like to know. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. I'm sure, like, something like that has happened before with two teams that play for a trophy. So, just let us know. It's like Arizona and Arizona State with their rolling trophy. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> All right. So, um, without further ado, I mean, I guess we're gonna, we're going to talk about <clears throat> other bowls coming up later. We have a segment where we're going to give. The- oh yeah, we also got our bowl. Yeah, yeah, we are playing against Illinois in the ReliaQuest Bowl, formerly the Outback Bowl. So, in other years, we would be Team Bloomin' Onion, but um, now we're Team Cybersecurity, I think. I, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, if we, if we win, we get a free cybersecurity with every purchase at Outback. So, yes, I would um, like one free cybersecurity. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> playing illinois in in tampa um second time in i think four five years we're going to that bowl so it's much better than going to the gator bowl for like the fifth time in a decade um but anyway um that that is kind of i mean i i know bowl season has really kind of diminished in the in the past probably six or seven years with players opting out of them and there's just really not as much hype about it and there's really like you don't take as much from winning it and you don't really care as much about losing it i don't know um but i mean it's still a bowl game you're still we're one of like seven 
teams in the country that have played in like 13 straight or something like that. Um, so, I mean, that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, that's pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Keep keeping that streak, but, um, even though it has diminished a little bit, I mean, it's still exciting to go to a bowl game, especially a, a good one. You know, one of the one of the top ones outside of the New Year's Six. Um, can't complain about that. But we're going to talk about other bowl games. We're going to give you our best three and our worst three, or the the ones we're most excited and we're least excited to watch. But we'll do that in a minute. First, I want Hunter. I want you all to give Hunter your undivided attention as he gives us portal talk. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay, um, I'm going out of order of what I put on the sheet. Um, okay. The first one that came out was Rara. Um, Rara was going to leave. I, I'm doing the big notable ones, like um, the ones that you know your average fan would realize that they transferred. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Rara, everyone kind of expected around when it opened that he was going to enter. Um, I guess it's going to be kind of the same thing as Heath. Uh, going from being number one, number two receiver in Mississippi State to another SEC team. Uh, that's between Ole Miss is in there, Auburn's in there. He's at Auburn right now on a visit. I think he's been there for like 48 hours. Uh, mm-hmm. Georgia, Tennessee. And he has a whole lot of other offers, but I think he is going to stay in the SEC. Um, yeah. <clears throat> for him, I wish him well. Um, well, all these guys, I wish him well. Hope Hope everything's good with them. And, 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 you know, it, it's the transfer portal. I rooted for these guys. I'm going to keep rooting for them. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Rah, rah. We're cool. Go get your bag. Uh, we'll get someone in, someone in the portal. Yeah. That's it on that one. And then um, it came out that our running backs were both talking about entering the portal. And so... That's going on. You don't hear a lot from it. You don't hear a lot from it. And then Dylan Johnson, um, you know, one of my favorite Bulldogs, tweets out his his enter the portal thing. And there was a line in it with that said, with that being said, since I'm not very tough and Leach is glad I am leaving, I will be entering my name into the transfer portal. <clears throat> That's a little different. Um, mm-hmm. you, you never feel, you never get any of those transfer portal ones that are direct, like quotes from a coach, like kind of a shot at them, shot at the school. And then every, everything went wild. Um, Tulu was, was tweeting about it. Um, every, everyone's like transfer portal maybe. And then like, there's a big like thing. And then, um, our, our man, Buki Watson, tweets out um he was doing some eye emojis and everything about transferring and then he tweets mm-hmm. out officially in the transfer portal everything goes wild like we're about to fire mike leach like n- nothing is salvageable i don't know what he said like uh, I'm, hopefully- I'm like i i really had no idea what could have possibly like at this point, he's lost the team. Like not just the offense now. Like he did something to the defense and this defense that was a unit last week. And like two loose, like, like tweeting about it too, and like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So twenty three minutes, twenty three minutes. Um, Mississippi State's fan base is dead. Um, 
Like, all the Jeans Page guys are like, okay, something has to happen. There has to be a team meeting soon. Like, fire needs to go out. Like, we this cannot sustain. We won't have a team. And then, um, <laughs> Boogie tweets out, psych! Hashtag Ale Stay Forever. And I think during this is when we posted the we're entering the transfer portal thing. Yeah. Sorry for the car alarm going off, but it just turned off. Um. Yes, so that was fun by Buki. And then everyone's like, okay. Still still weird about the Dylan thing that happened, you know? Yeah. Talking about the coach. And and these are kind of coinciding, but after Buki is, is chill, he, he memed us, which was hilarious. People were calling it immature. That was like the funniest thing. <laughs> I mean, I could have done without it. Um, but it was it, so good. It could have saved me some heartache. I wonder, I mean, was it all just for fun? Yes, or was 100%. Just to engage some reaction? No, it was 100% for fun. You should have seen him when he uh, joined Tulu's live stream. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think he had his own live stream, and like, uh, I think it was Ra Ra was in that one. He, he was like, he was being a demon. <laughs> like, love this Jeez. guy. Um,. So, so we get through that, and then everything shifts towards Dylan. And um, the word comes out that there was a call that happened, and Leach did say that Dylan was, like, the, the words, not very tough and glad that he was leaving. And Steve was like, I have the video. I know what he said. That is confirmed. And then everyone's like, okay, why, why would he say something like that? Um, and during all this, people are bashing Dylan. Like there was, there was like one thing that was going around that a dude was like, how can we trust him? He had a child out of wedlock. Uh, like that was going around. Um, I don't know why that was ever going around. I, I hate whoever was putting that out. That's yeah. very stupid, but, um, I put on my investigative hat, and I'm like, I'm going to find this. So I talk to someone, and I get the video of the call. Um, and I, I guess I'll just play it in case you haven't heard it. Nope, it's not going to play on Instagram. Let me go to Twitter. So, so then we get this. And you can tell it's Mike Leach by the way that he... <coughs> and the way that he can't form sentences. Um, so yeah, that comes out. And the next question is, who was Mike talking to? Why was Mike talking to them? Who was recording? Why were they recording? And, and a bunch of this is speculation. It kind of sounds like he was bashing Dylan... To be like, yeah, this is why you should stay, because you're the tough one. You're the, you know, um, that. So mm -hmm. if it's that, that's down to Simeon Price and Marks. Yeah. Right? Because you wouldn't be talking about like, oh, they're not going to want someone who's leaving to a recruit, you know. Yeah. So that leaves it down to them too. Or, I mean, there could be someone else. I don't know. So then people start speculating. I'm like, I really don't care. 
uh, all the all the message boards talk about how this new generation is soft, and their coaches used to abuse them, and uh, I don't know. They're kind of in. I don't know. It was weird. Look, I mean, there there's. I don't think there's any secret or there's any surprise that like this generation is a little bit different than generations in like the 80s and 90s that like in a way you're gonna have to tell players what they want to hear because but also in, i, I in, don't in, think in this, dylan would care if leach told that to his face yeah you're right you're right i mean that's that's what football coaches do you know they they do that and it may be for motivation maybe whatever but uh i mean in this generation where transfer portal is very much a real thing and it can help you or hurt you like if and the players behind, do have power like yeah, I you mean, can't absolutely. ignore that and, anymore. They're not just like your little pawns. Like yeah, they they are and, the players. And I'm pretty sure we can we can agree that Dylan probably had some demand for a few more touches in this. Yeah, yeah, I, I he he did sources source mm-hmm. um, yeah uh, requested more carries. Yeah, and you know if if Mike Leach told him no on that, then it. Dylan Johnson's right to enter the transfer portal and try to find a place where he knows he can get more touches. Um, because you know what? He's proved what he needs to prove here. He's done it and he's soared to the top of the record books and receptions and, and been a great asset for us since 2020. And, and he wasn't even, he didn't even like, he wasn't even recruited to be a part of the air raid. He, no. he committed to Joe Moorhead. Um, so that, that, that makes it all the more admirable. And so him wanting a few more carries in, and that's what the last fan base season of college wants. football is. Yeah, and it's what everybody wants. But um, you know what? It, it's Mike Leach is an old school coach who is kind of stuck in his ways, as we have seen over and over again. And um, I, I, I'm I'm putting this all on him. If if the team is lost, it is all on Mike Leach. It, I'm not blaming the transfer portal because um, every other school has to do the same thing, and no one and else every is other like having like too. this like, much drama. At least like our our baseball team finished last in the sec a year after winning the national championship like players transferred to our team after the national championship game because they wanted to win another one we finished last in the sec and our team is still intact like lamonis didn't lose the team and nil money in baseball is nowhere near what it can be in football like it's not a transfer portal problem it's not an nil problem it's a coach thing and it's yeah. frustrating. It really is. And like I'd... even even in did we lose that many guys to transfer portal in basketball when we lost our coach? We lost a coach and Jans himself convinced Tolu Smith, like an all SEC first team guy, to stay here after Tolu entered the transfer portal. Like he he brought him back in. Um oh, uh, uh, Mike Leach did that with Boogie. <laughs> Taking that as a W, we brought Boogie back from the transfer portal. <laughs> I, hate you. I, hate you. I mean, I it it's a part of the gener. I I guess it's something to do with the generation where like coaches, you're gonna have to tell players what they want to hear, and if you're gonna be harsh with them, say it to their face. I mean, because the thing is, Dylan was already like he was gonna go, like yeah. Dylan's leaving. You know, he his he was probably waiting on his edit to come out to officially enter the portal. Yeah. And, then and then he gets this then, video. <laughs> yeah, and then he decides, you know what? If I leave, I'm gonna burn it down as I leave. Like scorched earth. Like Yeah. And it's it's worked because I mean 
Which it, that, it wasn't to the extent of of I mean, what everyone was expecting. It, like it could have been worse, but like uh, ESPN College Football, like the official ESPN account, uh, SEC Network account, I think they all reposted this. Pardon my this, take, reposted. Like I mean, it was big news, and you know that's a that's a bad look for a program that you know nobody else in the country, like you said earlier, nobody else in the country yeah, has. Uh, players burnt trashing the program as they leave everybody else is like i just want to thank this university for all oh, this across me. across the state they have the I mean, portal king it, like <laughs> i mean it's it's pretty much like a like a copy and paste thing for for transfer portal posts these days like it's just like thank thankful to the university i'm gonna go explore other offers we have two years of eligibility left like it's not like that with dylan johnson he 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 chose to he chose violence in this one. Yeah, um, and and people are uh, on both sides. Like Leach, don't talk to him behind his back. Dylan, probably don't put that out. But yeah, I mean, and, and I can I can agree with both of those things. Like Dylan, for his recruitment purposes, I'm sure coaches don't want to see that. But I also but I'm don't not think sure coaches respect trouble. Mike Leach. Yeah, I mean, well, I think they do. I'm but... not sure. Apparently, they don't like him. Sonny Dyke said he liked him. Oh. <laughs> Coach that's made it to the playoff said he likes him. Good so. old Sonny. Um, but yeah, um, like we've only lost like eight guys, but and and most of them not there. There's like four, four that three that are like big. Jernigan and Hargrove are other running backs that have entered the portal. And just as you talked about Rara, like we should be able to find a replacement wide receiver. I mean this this. Offense has a lot of passes. There's fifteen hundred people in the portal. Like, yeah, this this offense has a lot of passes to go around. Um, Rara was a big part of it. I mean, he led us in yards, but I mean, his numbers didn't jump off the page. I mean, ducking was our t- uh, leader in touchdowns. Um, so replacing Rara's stats not the hardest thing in the world, even if it's made up by two On guys. On the aggregate, uh, yeah, I mean, money ball. That's kind of that's kind of like that's kind of how we made up for Makai's. Um, yeah, uh, numbers last year. So, um, replacing him not going to be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um, replacing a few running backs maybe a little different because just like we said, Dylan Johnson was was thirsty for some more carries just to boost that draft stock that you know these guys are looking for. You know, we're we're gonna have to to go down to probably group of five to find some running backs. But um, also, I have heard of the the Wake Forest running back. I've, I've heard yeah, some Wake stuff about Forest him. running back, Vanderbilt running back, and I think there may be a guy from UNC. Um, okay. Um, Dylan Johnson, Xavion, and Tulu are on a uh, live right now. Um, Tulu has been like a like the talk show host and the recruit. Like he was the recruiter the last time we talked to y'all. Kind of backed off of that. Now he's a talk show host. He just starts Instagram lives with the most problematic people in the program. Dude, at the he, last time. night, um, he was on it. Um, Dylan was on it, and then Will Rogers said something in the chat, and then Dylan was like, "Will, get in here," and Will was like, "Man, too many people join." <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like talk shows, Tulu. Yeah. But as we as we said though, the um. The defense, everybody that said that they were running it back last like last week, they're still here. Uh, Buki was the was the one wild card that obviously was just doing that as a joke. Hopefully, um, and so, 
but our all all of our defensive defensive guys are a unit, and that's that's exciting to see. Forbes and, is coming, which well, yeah, but I, I have Forbes. to think that that has something to do with Zach Arnett just being a just an awesome coach to play for. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not really sure. Yeah, who knows? Um, I just like to think that Zach Arnett's just like the best. Yeah, so that ever. brings us to our last one. Uh, um, everyone's like, okay, we we can do okay replacing Ra Ra. We have that in house. We have mm-hmm. Savion Thomas. Um, he's going back to LSU. It seems like um, only really got work as a punt returner for us. Yeah. So, I, I mean, wish him well. I, I wish all these guys. I wish Dylan well at Oklahoma when he goes there. Um, yeah. Ra Ra everywhere but Ole Miss. I hope you do well. Um, yeah. Xavion at LSU, Xavion, that'll be awesome. That, that makes sense. It, yeah, it yeah, really go does. home. Like, is do we know is Rufus staying? Uh, I believe Rufus. Know? Is, I I don't know if there's anything definite on anything else, but no one's really sure about Marks. I think okay. we have a bunch of um, personnel and an in-person visit with him in Atlanta right now. Yeah. So he went home. They're they're out there talking to him. Okay. It is going to be I, weird I mean, for the right. bowl game what our backfield looks like. I know I know Rufus is a startful guy. I was just I'm just going through our receivers thinking um I know me and you have talked about Wally as well and it seems like I mean I know he's just a country guy from Mississippi and I, I feel like he would he would stay here. He has just kind of regressed since that true freshman season in 2020. Uh I mean he still finds ways to have like magic plays, but um he I mean, hasn't had hasn't, like that big pop game like he no used to. i mean he he just he had a really big game against georgia a really big game against old miss and then just hasn't really been the same and, it, and, I, and I know it's because you know we only had like 50 players playing at that time um and and he just had, had more competition come up in the also, last he, two like, years broke his knee or whatever yeah but uh only thing that makes me think he could go somewhere uh just as kind of a wild card is i know his brother plays uh, at minnesota mm-hmm. and i don't i have no reason to believe he would go to minnesota but i'm just like if his brother's from mississippi and willing to go all the way there like i'm sure wally wouldn't yeah deer bigger he, up there yeah <laughs> that's right um, um do, he, do i, I talk he, about the 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 players that are in the portal from around the, the country you can bring them up yeah i'll, I'll talk about some quarterbacks uh-huh. um let me let me pull that one up because this is a fun list. Um, okay, let's go. Actually, it changed on me again. I hate twenty four sevens website. First, we have Devin Leary from NC State. Um, that's a random one. He's he's good until he got injured. Then we have DJ Uangalele. See how I didn't say it wrong? Uangalele. Uangalele. Um, from Clemson. Um, so. He's probably going to go to UCLA. That'll be pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, sucks that he couldn't find an offense that um, works with quarterbacks that can't throw or run. Um, next, we have Hudson Card from Texas. That's yeah. a pretty big one. Then we have Luke Altmyer. Um, Starkville boy. have no clue where he's going. Uh, I've heard Oregon, which doesn't make sense. I've heard Southern Miss. <laughs> which They have another one on here later. That's a... It's a fun one. We have Jeff Sims from Georgia Tech. Um, Austin Reed from Western Kentucky. He was second in the FBS in passing yards. And we have yeah. Brennan Armstrong, um, former future Heisman winner. Oh, 
Malik Hornsby. Yeah. From from Arkansas. That's a pretty fun one. You said Mike Wright. I have not yet. Uh, Mike Spen- Wright from Vanderbilt. Yeah. Um, Keaton Slovis is back in. Um, Spencer Sanders, a four-year starter at Oklahoma State, is in. Yeah. JT Daniels is back in. <laughs> That's crazy. Caden McNamara is going to Iowa to save uh, Iowa football. There you um, go. And then, who? Zach Calzada has. Yeah. And Haynes King have entered the portal. Yeah, and Calzada is the one that is Southern Miss. Kind of rumored, kind of rumored Southern Miss. Yeah, yeah. Graham Mertz is going to Kentucky. Oof, it's going to be the best quarterback they've had in four years. Um, Shadur Sanders going from Jackson State to Colorado. Oh yeah, did we talk about Dion going to Colorado? Uh, it was not official the last time we talked. But, oh, yeah. Dion's um, going to Colorado. He's bringing uh, bags with him, and they Louie. Um, that was dope. I, that was that was controversial for some reason. Like, people I were feeling neat. sorry. People were feeling sorry for these Colorado players. Like, that went 1-11. And, and I'm like, dude, obviously there needs to be some changes fast. Um so in in his press conference, he asked his son Shadur Dion asked his son to stand up, <laughs> and said, "Well, that's your quarterback." So I have been accepted as an honorary fan of Colorado. Um, I went in their message board and I was like, "Hey, I like Coach Prime and I like Ralphie. Can I be a fan?" <laughs> they were like, "Yes, sir." And I was like, "Let's go." <laughs> they were like, "I really like Mike Leach," and I was like, "Mm-hmm." That makes one of us. <laughs> I was like, "That's good for you." <laughs> <laughs> why don't you? Why don't we trade coaches? Let's then? let's trade. <laughs> Existence um, is also, pain. I've also seen some stuff, and I don't know if you've seen this. It was on Facebook on no sports pages or anything like that, so I have no reason to believe that this is true. But I'm going to bring it up on a sports podcast. Um, I saw that there was some um, mismanaged funds in the Jackson State. Uh, football program and a lot of people were transferring money to like personal accounts and um stealing it from the program stealing it from players who were like supposed to have it and um supposedly a big reason why dion left but i'm pretty sure the reason he left is just because he got got shot outside of the locker room the day before he left um also colorado is awesome um like um if Take anyone, tell them, okay, pick one. Jackson, Mississippi, or Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, people are like wait, waiting on him to fail, and there's a few things that are going to go on in the Pac-12. First of all, USC and UCLA are gone in like two years, so two so huge So Lincoln brands. is gone. <laughs> yeah, like two huge brands, one of the best best coaches in college football, they're, they're gone. Um, also, Colorado is has history of being good they have at a Heisman football. winner and a national championship yeah and people waiting on him to fail he got like huge recruits to come to Jackson Mississippi to a not an FBS program do they realize that Dion is cool like people if he could get people to Jackson he can get people to Boulder and he could get me to Boulder right now <laughs> I mean it's it's gonna change very quickly and Ralph I would not be cool. so- I would not be surprised if they're in the Pac-12 championship game in the next three years. So. Like, 
like and that's what i expect like it's not even like oh i'd be surprised like i expect that to happen he's gonna bring in like 28 transfers this cycle dion would be disappointed if that's not the case like it's not like it's a process like it's it's supposed to happen immediately and i'm not gonna doubt that it will yeah i don't don't uh, understand people hating on the hire um you're not going to be able to get enough talent with a normal coach for your scheme to out scheme people. Yeah. So, so just go with the fun. Get the players. Get the players. Jack. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Yeah, I can. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, so that's our portal talk and i'm sure we'll update you guys the next time or next week um i'm sure a lot more will happen was there any other coaching changes um i know i think we did talk about fickle went luke fickle to yeah um and then uh, wisconsin and then scott satterberg scott satterberg went from um satterfield yeah uh, went from louisville to cincinnati hilarious development there with louisville and cincinnati playing each other in a bowl game where they have to share a sideline. Um, and then Jeff Brom from Purdue is yeah, going, going to Louisville. To, yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't seem as like crazy as it was last year. I mean, last year we had Lincoln Riley to USC, Crystal Ball to Miami. Uh, Dion um, got a Power 5 job. I know, but I mean... that. And hired a sitting FBS head coach as his offensive coordinator. That was crazy. That's that they That's hired nuts. a coach that Cincinnati was looking at as their head coach, and hired him as an offensive coordinator. That's nuts. Um, but yeah, so that's I mean that's it for our portal talk. Like I said, I know a lot will happen between now and the next time we talk to you guys. But um, that's what we have right now. Um, keep up with our Instagram page. We'll probably have memes. Uh, coming throughout the week um but yeah so now we're going to have a little segment since we don't have games to pick just yet um i guess army navy is saturday right yeah i do not care i want to go to it one day but i don't care to pick it yeah um i'm always just gonna pick navy to win it's money like it's just 0.5 spread (laughs) yeah um i always pick navy to win so i'll pick navy but anyway uh hunter i want us to alternate it's not going to be a draft necessarily um or not not even necessarily it's not going to be a draft at all we're just going to go through the three bowl games we're most excited to see and the three that we absolutely will not watch at all okay. so um do we want to we'll, go with we'll, the ones that we won't watch at all first yeah okay, uh, cool tell me your number one um that would be um iowa versus kentucky <laughs> um kentucky without chris rodriguez or um what's what's their trash quarterback uh, Will Levis. Oh yeah, yeah, the first round pick. Um, that that was a bit, by the way. I, I knew it. Was yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be my first game. I do not want to watch. Uh, okay. The Trans Pacific well, Music City Bowl. When I when I make my when I made my list, I also considered you know where the bowl game was going to be. Like if I was a fan of one of these two teams and I had to to go to this place, like. It, in addition to having to watch the game, like, am I going to have like something cool around me? So with that being said, my least favorite game that I'm, or the game I'm least excited about, I'm going to go Kentucky versus Iowa in the music city bowl. I don't want to be in bachelorette party um, city and have to watch that mess. So 
That being said, that one that one's unanimous. That's the worst game on this slate. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are some bad games where you get to be in the Bahamas or Hawaii before and after. Like, that's not one of them. I don't want to be in Nashville. That's that's yucky. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm gonna I'll do go this. first. Oh, dang it. I'll go first and second. One that you want to watch or no? Okay, yeah. No, I'll, I'll just go second and the least favorite. Um, Toledo versus Liberty in the Boca Raton Bowl. Um, I don't know anything about Toledo. I just feel gross whenever I see the word Toledo. And then Liberty, they finished their season losing to New Mexico State by like 40 points. And now they don't have a coach. Nope, they have Chadwell from Coastal. Well, I'm sure he's not going to be coaching in the bowl game. <laughs> yeah, he's um, right. I'm sorry. I mean, teams that have interim coaches in, in bowl season are kind of hilarious to me. Like, they always seem to win. So I'm sure Liberty will win that. But that just, I, I wouldn't watch that if I, I mean, if it was like death penalty or watch that in its entirety, just, just electric chair, man. Okay. Um, for mine, okay, Jack, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you through a hypothetical here. Okay. Imagine you're a Mississippi State fan. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss goes undefeated okay. to the conference championship, loses, but still gets into the playoffs. Okay. And in this hypothetical world, there is a bowl game at at Vaught Hemingway. And Mississippi State gets put in that bowl. <laughs> that is what happened. That is what's happening to the Baylor Bears. Um playing in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl at um, TCU Stadium in Fort Worth. Um, so their rival is, oh, is going gosh. to play in, really, in the playoffs. I really <laughs> did not know where you were going with this. Yeah, yeah. This is just hilarious. Uh, Baylor, they thought they were them. They're not. They go 6-6, six and six, and now they have to play in their rival stadium while their rival is <laughs> in the college Dancing. football playoffs. Yeah. Um. So who are they playing? Air Force. Air Force. Gross. Oh All right. Um, this one, this last one, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I don't really have a lead up to it. It's just Ohio and Wyoming. <laughs> I mean, just the two states in general don't garner any attention. They don't garner any excitement. I feel like I'm, I have to wince when I say either of the t- t- two teams. Um Ohio and Wyoming in the Barstool Arizona Bowl. It's going to be funny because it's a Barstool game and like the call is going to be like Jake Marsh and Big Cat and probably Portnoy. Big Cat singing the national anthem. Like it's going to be objectively hilarious, but the on field product is one of the worst I've seen. It's got to be just, just abysmal. Um, yeah, I'm going to back you up on everything you said there. Um, I will never care about Ohio or Wyoming. Um, yeah, let's get to the best games. All right. Uh, I'll start this one off. I'll say, number one, I'm most excited, not even for the product like or like what the game could be. I just want to watch this one. Like I just want to see it with my eyes. Picture this, the Orange Bowl <laughs> with Tennessee Orange and Clemson Orange. Like, the only thing we're missing is Syracuse. Can we just do a round robin? 
Can we this add be a Texas? Perfect mascot Can there be like up? an in-season tournament for the Orange Bowl every year? Man, this is going to be awesome. Um, Tennessee and Clemson both finished their season out on strong notes. I mean, Clemson beat North Carolina in their conference championship game by like multiple scores. Uh, Tennessee blew out Vanderbilt. So both going into this game with a little bit to prove, you know, both seem like they might have had like disappointing, you know, middle to end of the season, but both finished strong and get a chance to win a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, and it's the most fitting bowl for both of them. I mean, two orange teams, orange bowl, match made in heaven. Okay. Um, I'm picking Notre Dame uh, versus South Carolina. Just because okay. those the, those are two cool teams. Yeah, I like it. Playing in the Gator Bowl? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, if, if South Carolina wins, you get free taxes. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, baby. <laughs> All right, give me, give me your number two. Um... Hmm. Hmm. Texas versus Washington sounds really, really fun. Okay. Um, I, like I, I don't know how that one's not more high. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but that one just seems fun. Those yeah. are those, like that it. may be the best uniform matchup of this playoffs. No, oh, yeah. I mean, and that's you, all that matters. Like, we saw the ball slate at the beginning, and we we. Uh, I think that was the first thing you said, actually. And going back to the Orange Bowl thing, I saw a tweet that said that Clemson and Tennessee should both wear, like, like orange uniforms. Like, neither of them wear white. Horrible idea, but it's bowl season. Let the kids play. Um, I'm all for it. So my, my number two game is just one that I, I just know it's randomly going to be a great game, and it's USC and Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. I think in the past five years, we I know we've seen uh, UCF and Auburn. We saw Cincinnati have to play Bama last year. Now we're getting USC and Tulane. Like these group of five teams that come up to play these New Year's Six Bowls, they always come with something to prove. And even if they don't win, like they play above their heads a little bit. Um, Tulane finished the year strong. USC didn't. I just feel like USC might come into this game a little lackadaisical and not really caring about this one. And I, um, I think Tulane can make it fun. And they have a chance to, to bring some really cool uniforms to the table too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, my last one is mm-hmm. going to be the Rose Bowl. Penn State and okay. Utah. Um, the battle of like the third best teams in their conference. That's what the Rose Bowl is all about. And and Utah like won the Pac-12, but I, I still think they're the third best team. Like, yeah, like I, I can't explain it, but Oregon's better. Yeah. Um, and Penn State, third best, definitely. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my last game here is one we've already talked about: Notre Dame and South Carolina. I mean. It's going to look good. Like I know we talked about uniform matchups. That's what I was mostly going for here because I really don't know who's going to be playing, You know, like what, what big-time players are going to be there. But, um, I mean, anytime you get to see Notre Dame on a field, it's going to be fun. And South Carolina, kind of, I like, kind of like their uniforms too. And um, Beamer Ball. So. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, right. Also, shout-out the Fenway Bowl. Uh, I will be watching that just to see the awkwardness of <laughs> – 
team that hired away their coach on the sideline? Like, is he going to, like, like talk to them? Because, like, that's still his team, and, like, they're probably going to come in the transfer portal. So, like, I don't... Yeah. I don't know. Why is it at Fenway? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, like... I feel like that should be, like, sacred ground. That, like, I feel like it shouldn't be able to fit a football field. I mean, it can't, really. Um, I mean, it can fit a football field. It can't fit any of anything else. Nothing else. But I don't I don't understand how, like, the the people that, like, I don't know if there are people, like, over Fenway Park. Like, I don't really the Board of who, Trustees? The, the Fenway Park Board of Trustees. How do they agree to this? I don't understand. Also, like, um, guess... UAB not having a football program because uh, they closed it down a few years ago because of budget troubles, and then them now having to send their entire team to the Bahamas. <laughs> I love college Shout football. Shout out to Zias Perriman. Zias Perriman getting to go to the Bahamas. There we go. Like fourth string running back for UAB. Let's go. Um, all right. So that's all we got for those bowl games. Um Obviously, I guess we'll we'll talk a little bit more about them as we get closer to them, especially the the playoff games and New Year's Six and our bowl. Um, but that's what we got: the best and the worst. And then um, where we would usually move into our pick 'em for the week. I just wanted to update you all: Hunter is still waiting for his goodest boy in the SIP shirt. So um, we don't know where that is in the track in the shipping process, but surely it will be here soon. Surely, um, yeah. So with that being said, we're going to move into some Instagram questions just to keep on trucking here. Um, and we don't have many. We have two. Um, and both of them come from Courtney. We have a comment from Brooks Taylor that says, the defense looks solid. So defense yeah. looks solid. They're That's a unit, up. you know. Um, that, but both of, them, both of the questions come from Courtney. Uh, first one, who are you most sad to see enter the transfer portal? I think Dylan Johnson. Yeah, probably probably Dylan until further notice. Yeah. Who who could enter, like, if somebody entered right now and you would be just heartbroken about, who would it be? Will? Nope. Um. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to answer this. Like, there's not anybody on the team necessarily that's just... You know what I have to do. It's Jet Johnson, baby. Plays the game the right way. Um, Grass ain't always greener, baby. Um, but, I mean, like, nobody on the team is waiting on O. Without I'll, Forbes, I'll you, I am nothing. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. If Forbes, if Forbes said, I'm entering the transfer portal, I would have an emotional breakdown. <laughs> if instead would, of going to the draft, he went. If instead of going to the draft, I would lose my mind. Because he would go to somewhere so much fun and probably win a national championship. And I'd root for him. And I would, but... That, that would, would be, be a natty for me. <laughs> that would be so sad. Uh, other than that, I I still do have a like a, an attachment to Wally just because of like what I saw from him in 2020. And I know he has like the, the upside like crazy. But he's not irreplaceable, really. Dylan has has been one of my favorites. Like he really had. You you've been a fan of his since before he was even. Yeah, here like in yeah, nineteen so. against LSU was at the tailgate he was chilling at. So like, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Um, Buki, I like him. Buki, I mean, yeah, 
I guess. Uh, that, that would really be it. I mean, nobody in our D-line really stands out to me. Um, I guess that'd be it. That's right. wild. Good question, Courtney. Um, next question and the last question. What are you asking Santa for this Christmas? Probably world peace. Yeah, I just, I just want... I just um me caveman. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> uh yeah, let's go world peace. Hope the boys make it back home. Both sides. <laughs> if you want your world peace, which way do you want it? <laughs> just an absolute nightmare for foreign policy, but um but he's a stand up individual. Um yeah, uh, that, that'd be it for me. Bring BG back home. World Bowling peace. Green? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin. I was talking about Blake Griffin. I wanted oh, to, okay. to go back to I wanted to go back to the Thunder. Go back. My home. favorite NCAA basketball player of the year. Mm-hmm. My favorite cover athlete of all time. Shout My out favorite Kevin Love, NCAA basketball nine. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be it for the show today. Thank you guys. Uh, so much for listening and uh, bearing with us through all that. Um, that was a pretty good episode, not going to lie. <laughs> it was. I mean, we kind of pulled it out of thin air. So uh, didn't have much to talk about, but thanks for listening. We'll see you back next time on Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Dude, I just realized it's a play on word, Going for T-E-W. I feel like people would have to know Hunter too, though. Knock, knock. Who's there? Luke Meyer. Um, Luke Meyer who? Luke Meyer, the one who's telling this really terrible knock, knock joke. Meyer, I barely know her. (laughs)